Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over sizing your pool heater to get the right size pool heater for your pool and spa use. And I'm going to go over some things to look for um, when you're shopping to upgrade your pool heater or having a pool heater installed in your backyard with a new construction. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. One of the first things that you have to be aware of if you bought a house, and let's say you go out to the equipment pad, and you don't see a gas heater there. And this mainly, the gas heaters are very popular in the West Coast. I know um, in the East Coast, Midwest, there's heat pumps out there. I'll go over the heat pumps also a little bit here also. Um, but if you go out to your equipment pad and you don't see a gas heater, you may think, well, I'll just call the local pool store or my local pool guy and have him put in the gas heater. And that's all uh, well and good, except for one fact that you have to definitely make sure that the equipment pad had a heater previously because otherwise you'll have to have the gas line run to the equipment area. And depending where your meter's at or where they can tap into the gas line will depend on the cost of it. And it could be very expensive to have the gas line run in your area. I'm talking thousands of dollars, depending on how far it has to be. Um, So definitely keep that in mind when you're thinking about having a pool heater put in. That if there's no gas line, um, this could be very expensive. And then the alternative to that is having a heat pump put in. In some cases, uh, you may want to go that direction because there's no gas line. Um, But then you have to realize that the heat pump takes a lot of amps. So you have to run a 220 a volt conduit uh, to the equipment area in most cases and then to the breaker and this can be very expensive too not quite as expensive as running a gas line but pretty expensive also so if you're running at 40 or 50 feet um, from your panel to the pool equipment you're looking at $1,200 you know $1,400 depending on um, who runs the, the electrical line for you they may have to trench it underground also depending on the code in your area so It could be really uh, cost prohibitive to even put a heat pump in at that point. So those are some things to be aware of first is that you have to have your equipment area already set up for either a gas heater or if you're going with the heat pump you have to make sure that you have an area where you can connect it. So the heat pump pulls quite a bit of amps. You're going to need a 30 to 50 amp breaker if you're going to put a heat pump in. So keep that in mind. It could erase the cost of adding um, definitely adding a heater or a heat pump if there's nothing existing there. And then if you're having a pool built, um, you want to make sure that you pick the right particular gas heater for your pool. And this would be, and my suggestion to you is to go with a 400 BTU heater or 400,000 BTU heater um, because it's going to heat your pool a lot faster. If you have a 250 BTU heater, it's going to heat the pool a lot slower and it's take longer to heat the pool. And the cost difference is not 
huge. So if you're looking to save money by going down to a smaller heater, you're really hurting yourself in the long run because it'll take a lot longer for your pool to heat up in a lot of cases with a smaller BTU heater back there. So if you're having a pool built or remodeled, uh, let the builder know that you want a 400 BTU heater. You're not going to go for anything smaller than that. The only time you may get away with a smaller heater is if your pool is pretty small. I'm talking, you know, 6,000 gallons. And maybe you use your spa, and maybe it's just a spa by itself back there. Then, of course, you can get away with a 250 BTU heater. There's not a lot of water to heat up. But in most cases, most people have pools that are 10,000 gallons or larger. Therefore, you want to have a 400 BTU heater in your backyard to heat the pool up quickly and more effectively. Now, if you live in California, Texas, or Utah, and probably coming to other states, you're going to have to get a what's called a low NOx heater um, that's low and an NO with an X at the end of it. And basically, this is for the clean air regulations in these three states. And again, it's probably coming to more states. And this substantially raises the price of the heater for you. Um, it's going to really make the heater a lot more expensive, in some cases doubling the price of the unit itself. So these low NOx heaters um, are, are really expensive. And it's part of the regulations with the state so that basically they can still install these heaters with, with the low NOx. And I know California is moving towards not allowing a new permits for heaters even in some cases. But I think the low NOx is a good solution for the Clean Air um, Act in these states. And this will allow builders to still put heaters in, although the consumer is going to kind of eat that by paying considerably more money for a low NOx heater. And so how much more the low NOx adds to the price of the heater just depends on your region. Figure anywhere from 500 to 1000 more um, for the price of the heater with the low NOx rating on there for those states. Um, but again, you don't want to go down to save money to a 250,000 BTU heater or 250 BTU heater as they may label it. Because you're going to save money, yes, you're going to save um, six or $700 by going down to a lower BTU. And it's really not going to be beneficial to you when you're going to go to use your heater. Um, so definitely you don't want to save the money up front and then have to run your heater twice as long to heat your pool later on and then raise your gas bill up. So, And then, of course, on the flip side of that, if you do go for a smaller heater to save the money, you're going to be running your gas a lot longer or running your heater a lot longer thereby increasing your gas bill on the other end of it. So for example, if you went with a 400,000 BTU heater and you paid the extra you know, $800 or $1,000 for it, you would heat your pool up maybe in four hours. And then if you had a 250 BTU heater that you saved that money on, then maybe it'll take the 250 BTU heater, 250,000 BTU heater, about six or eight hours to heat that same pool up. That took you four hours. So therefore, you're really not saving any money because in the long run, you're going to be running your heater longer, running your pump longer. Everything's going to be running longer and become more expensive to heat that body of water up when you could have went with a larger heater. So one thing to be aware of also when you're having your pool built, sometimes builders will try to get you to get a smaller heater to save money because when they give you the equipment plan, it looks like a lot of money, so they'll give you a 300 BTU heater or 250 BTU heater. Same thing with the home warranty when they go out there to replace your heater. A lot of times they'll go with a smaller heater. I had one guy in Texas where the home warranty approved the 125 BTU heater for a 20,000 gallon pool. Um, it didn't work. In other words, that's not going to work. Um, but so if you have a home warranty call going out for a heater 
make sure they put the same BTU that you have in there. Don't let them go from a 400 BTU down to a 250 or a 125 uh, because that's all the warranty you would approve. You want a 400 BTU heater to replace your 400 BTU heater that if it is under warranty um, when you bought a new house to have that replaced. Definitely you don't want to go smaller than that. And in the same respects, if you're having a new heater put in by a pool company, make sure you verify the BTU that it's the 400 BTU heater and not smaller. Unless you have a smaller pool, you can get away with that, of course. I'm not saying you can't buy a smaller heater. And again, a lot of people do have small pools. So I don't want to um, feel like I'm not pushing the smaller heaters. Um, just for a larger pool, I want to emphasize the point that you do need a larger BTU heater to heat the pool up consistently and quickly. Um, for the smaller pools, you get away with the smaller heater. That's not a problem. And so those areas where you have, you know, 8,000 gallon pool or 6,000 gallon pool, definitely you can go with a smaller heater. I just think it's better to heat it up quicker anyway. So go with the bigger heater if you can afford it. And again, cutting costs is not always the best idea at the beginning because then later you're going to pay for it as you're running things a lot longer. And if you are upgrading your heater with a new heater and you had an older heater back there, you may also have to upgrade um, the gas line and you also may have to upgrade the gas meter. Most companies will actually put a new gas meter in for you at no charge. I know Southern California Edison will gladly upgrade your gas meter to a larger one with more output um, because, of course, you're going to use more gas and they're going to like that. Uh, most regions probably will give you a new gas meter at no charge. I don't, I don't know exactly if everyone does that, but I know they do it here in Southern California. And then, of course, the gas line. You have to make sure you have the right size gas line for the newer heater models. If you have a really old heater, the gas line may not have been, may not be large enough for the newer heaters. And at that point, you want to consult your contractor or the pool company putting in the heater for you to make sure your gas line is large enough to sustain the new heater. So typically you want to have, you know, one, 1.25 or 2 inch lines. Um, the older homes may have 1 inch lines. So again, you'll have to consult whoever's putting the heater in to make sure that when they do put the new heater in, that there's enough gas flow going to that heater from the gas meter. Again, you want to upgrade that. And also from the gas line, depending how far it is from the meter is how um, big the pipes you need um, for that gas heater. Um, so it's not a slam dunk to go you know, call somebody to come out there and put in a heater for you. There's a lot of details you have to be aware of. Um, the gas line, the gas meter, upgrading um, your heater with from an old heater to a new one to make sure everything is going to have enough flow and gas to it. The heater size, 400 BTU versus 250 BTU, all these are factors. With the heat pump, the factors are if you have enough power by your equipment to actually power the heat pump without tripping the breaker. And these are all factors you have to consider. And again, at the beginning, I mentioned if you have an equipment pad with no heater there at all, running the gas line there can be cost prohibitive. So you want to make sure you get an estimate for the gas line. Don't just call your local pool store and buy a heater and have someone come over there with it. And then they're going to realize that you don't have a gas line back there. Um, that, again, is another expense. So um, it's not quite that easy just to kind of look online, get a heater, and order it and put it in there. I suggest calling a pool builder, a pool contractor, your local pool company, local pool store, have them assess your backyard first to see if you can even put a heater there or a heat pump and go from that point. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99 there, and it's an ebook full with a lot of great resources for your pool care needs. 
You can also check out my coaching program if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business. Um, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there, including a group chat, plus a lot of discounts on products and an ability to call and text me one-on-one -on -one to get help. Again, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.